Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. This is your host, Sean Smith, and this is the Leadership Boost. Welcome back. Good to have you with me on the snowy day here in Pennsylvania, USA. It's amazing. I mean, it's just actually like magical, nearly. We had a snowstorm come through, and it's still ice raining outside, I think. Um, but just a nice deep, deep snow, freezing cold. But for an ex-African, you know, it's something magical about it. Others might be used to it, but, you know, for me, it's just I look at this and it's like amazing because, you know, in Africa, we don't see a lot of this kind of magical deep snow. (laughs) We certainly don't have it as cold as it is here at the moment. But it reminded me today of an incident that, or not an incident, but an occasion. I traveled with a team of guys to another country uh, going back a few years ago. And um, my son and daughter-in-law came up to visit us, uh, came up to visit me for the day. And um, they just sort of joined in with whatever was going on. And something really amazing happened that impressed me, that got that rocketed my respect for the leader um, of the of the team. We all, it was uh, a blizzard, it was cold, it was snowing outside. And uh, we, at first, we're going to go out for dinner. And then we decided, you know what, that we all went to his hotel room. And Everybody, the whole team packed into the hotel room and big box, a couple of boxes of pizzas were, were brought in. And so we all enjoyed some pizza. And my son and daughter-in-law, who were not part of the team, but just came up to visit me because I was in the area and we hadn't seen each other for some time. And they were just looking forward to spending. In fact, they, they came up for a day and a night and that's they spent a, well two nights they spent two nights and a day uh, with with uh, me in the country there and then drove back to their home which was about eight nine hours away but they drove all the way up to spend time so that immediately was i was uh, overwhelmed with that and to see them again after after some time but then we all gathered together in the room and what really impressed me was the leader focused on them. He engaged them and began to ask them about their story of how they met. And they've got an incredible story of... Um, how they actually encountered one another, an unusual, unexpected 
encounter. I, I, I'm, I, you know, we are here in America as a result of that. It wasn't planned. It was just something that amazingly happened and how that whole over a long distance relationship, how they ended up getting married and building a life here. And that is the reason why my wife and I and my youngest son could actually uh, come to America, immigrate here in 2018. But the point of the story is, is how he engaged them. He turned the whole evening to finding out about their story, about their life, about what they were about, what made them special, their marriage special, their journey. And what I learned from, I, I mean, I know this, but I saw, I saw somebody that actually could teach, sit the whole evening teaching something, could be promoting their own thing, didn't. He turned the whole thing as a focus on them. They didn't, he didn't know them. He knows me, but uh, he didn't know them. They on part, weren't part of the team. They weren't part of the, the organization. They weren't part of the movement. They weren't part of anything. They were just my children that came to visit. And I, I was so impressed, probably because I was, you know, I'm their dad. But more than that was how engaged the next generation, how he engaged unselfishly, unselfishly engaged them. He wasn't, he didn't preach, he didn't, he didn't teach, he didn't brag about how great his, his, uh, his movement is. He just concentrated the whole evening, made the whole evening about engaging them. And I, my respect for him grew immensely and my my, uh, you know, <laughs> my insight into his leadership and into a leadership principle grew immensely as well. Because this is the leader's key to influence. It's the first step to influencing. It's something that you could, you can be highly skilled. You know, you can be a salesman on the front lines of selling and be absolutely dynamic and suddenly you you get promoted into a management position where you have to lead people you have to lead a team and you had loss you know how to get out there and drive the deal and make the negotiation and you know get the offer in and you know make the presentation but when you've got to engage or you've got to lead a team into performance you don't know how it might be that you are just <laughs> somebody that knows you need to you need to influence your world you need to have you need to begin to make a difference but where do you start your first step is engaging engaging them i i somebody shared something with me a leader shared something with me a few years ago and i changed it around a little bit but out of that I discovered a 3E strategy. And the first E of the 3E strategy of impactful leadership is, in fact, engaging. If you cannot engage as a first step, you 
You've got to step out and engage. What impressed me about that leader was his ability to ask questions, to be interested, to share with them what was not no, not to share with them, to listen to them. In fact, at one point, some guys were messing around and joking around and stuff, and he told them, You be quiet because this is important. And I thought that was incredible. The whole focus became how how significant they are. And I know they felt significant. And I definitely sense the significance in the principle of engagement taking place right there. The greatest leader that ever walked on the face of the earth could engage some fishermen in their boat, in their business. He engaged them right where they were. Others he engaged, well, he always did. He, 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 he kind of engaged them right in where they were busy, regardless of what they were busy with. Engaged them in their life. Engaged them whatever they were busy with. And we've got to learn a skill. You know, they say that leadership is 80% attitude and 20% skill. But we need both, as we've discussed before. We need the attitude, but we need the skill. And one of the top skills, I was looking at, uh, at uh, Deloitte's Insights, and they were talking about that. Um, I'm just looking at an article that they wrote here, and they said, our research suggests that the issues of retention and engagement have risen to number two in the minds of business leaders, second only to the challenge of building global leadership. These concerns are grounded in disconcerting data. And they go on to show that, talk about their data that they've collected from global, global re research, shows that uh, while Gallup's 2014 research shows that only 13% of employees are highly engaged and 20%, 26% are actively disengaged. Actively disengaged means they work against engagement. In other words, they're not just disengaged, they're working against, working to, to break down engagement because they're so disenfranchised, so disengaged. And I venture to say that in our world, it's exactly the same. People are not interested. How do you engage people? What Number one, you, you need to know how to communicate, but not just how to speak. You've got to be able to ask questions, tell stories, listen carefully, listen on purpose, listen for things that you need to hear, help to inspire, how to add value, how to, how to elicit contribution, how to get insight from their point of view, how to, how to be considerate of their journey. But not just consider it, but you consider it because you and you've heard what their journey is, them telling their story. People will never allow you to influence them until they know that you are prepared to be influenced by their story, by their journey, by their message. 
The thing about it is, is if we are insecure and incompetent, then what we're going to do is try and force our story on others. And we, we are afraid to possibly be influenced by them. But when, when they know you care, you know, they, the, the, the saying goes, they never know, you, um, they never care how much you know until they know how much you care. And we're not talking about just, you know, all the time having to do stuff for them. I'm just the greatest thing you can do is give your presence and engage them where they are with understanding, with consideration, with heartfelt, empathetic presence. I will never forget that occasion in the hotel room with. I don't know, there must have been 20 people in the room with my son and daughter-in-law sitting there telling their story. They don't even like doing that, but it was it was as if there was a it was a true skill, a true leader, and he didn't do it as a skill, he did it as something that's part of who he is to to engage them where they were, where they are. And that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. I, you know, sometimes we can resort to text messages. We can resort to, uh, you know, other means. And and social media has kind of put a distance in, but we can use it to engage. And we need to engage. We need to get out of our little comfort zone and begin to engage our team. Find out about their lives. Listen to their story. Take the time, because if you take the time, they will feel valuable. And when they feel valuable, when they feel valued, they will always be contributors. They will always feel like they can trust you. And that's what all relationship, it doesn't matter you know, at what level you're building the relationship, all relationship is built on the basis of trust. You cannot influence anybody without trust. And you cannot build trust if you don't engage them. You've got to engage people and get to know them. I was looking at uh, part of the, the journey of you know, helping leaders on an engaging an engagement <laughs> strategy, and that's not getting engaged to your <laughs> fiance, but is is having a look at the people in your life, start where you are and look at the people in your team. Look at the people right now that you work with, the people that that in your world and say, what? where's the barriers right now with engagement? If there's any, are there any, but are there any barriers? Are there any challenges? What do I need to overcome to, in fact, engage this person? And then... Find something that you can discuss with them, something you can ask about, something you can draw from them, and where you can get them sharing on who they are. I'm not talking about manipulative tactics. I'm talking about real, authentic, genuine, empathetic <laughs> listening and caring consideration, where they... Can, because if you put on a manipulative technique of 
just trying to give, get in for a sell, people are going to turn off. They will not trust you. But true trust, authentic trust is built when you come with a sensitive, empathetic, real, authentic approach to understanding them. Find something. Think about your interactions and look for something you can discuss in their life. What, what, are they, what is their mission in life? Mine is always ask people, what is your mission? What is important to you? Where are you going? What do you, what do you see as your big assignment in life? Many people don't. And then it gets, gets me talking to them about what, what do you picture? What, if, you could, if you had no restrictions and no limitations in your life, where do you see yourself? What would you be doing? Helping people. I want to inspire people. Excuse me to dream bigger, think bit larger, you know, see further than where they are right now. now. What do you, you know, what can you do? What what interest can you find in them? And and then ask them, how can I add value to your life? How can I journey with you? How can I contribute to your development? I mean, it doesn't depending on where, where you are and what the relationship is depends on the kind of questions you can ask. But sit down, plan it. Work out a strategy on how you can begin to engage the world around you. Because if you don't, you never will. And they will never know what you know, and you'll never have the impact you can have in their life. It just takes a simple step, the first step of influence, the first step, first E of the three E strategy, engage. All right. So thanks for being with me. Hope that helps you tonight, inspires you to move a little faster forward and uh, up into high, high performance uh, leadership, into exceptional leadership, and into being a real, authentic, true, uh, real, yeah, true leader. <laughs> that's that's what I want to see you moving towards as you step out every day with something, just a little adaption. It's amazing. You can just do little things and it can make a huge difference in your life. All right. So thanks for being with me again and have, wherever you are in the world, have a super day or a super evening. And uh, until next time, this is Sean saying over and out.